Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 285, episode 2 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist! It's a production of iHeartRadio, and it's a podcast where we take a deep dive into American shared consciousness, and it's Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023, and what's, what is May 2nd, Tuesday, 2023? come on, you don't know me. Come on, man. First of all, Subway tuna lovers unite. No. Because it's World Tuna Day. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say World Turtle Day. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we eat turtles out here. Got your ass, Miles. Admit also, it. I got your ass. <laughs> he admitted. He eats turtles. Uh, also, National Life Insurance Day, National Truffle Day, like the chocolate, the good chocolates that have the chocolate inside. Um, yeah. National Teacher Appreciation Day. Shout out all the teachers. Is it? National Foster Care Day. Yeah. Oh, amazing. It's Tuesday of the first full week in May. It's National Teacher Appreciation Day. I'm going into my son's school a little later on for his to bring some cupcakes for his seventh birthday, and uh, I won't go. berate his teachers like I normally do. What are you teaching him in here? What kind of garbage <laughs> is this? No, that's not true. Wonderful, wonderful teachers. Yeah, I think last time I said this, I was like, "Who's your favorite teacher?" And I always, I. I'm, I'm gonna just. I want to shout out Judy Clausen, my first music teacher, who Kathy made me feel Mc, good about being, being good at instrument. Who? Kathy McDonald, my seventh grade writing teacher, made me okay. sent secretly sent a short story I wrote off to like a contest and was like, "You just won." Oh, Pretty for real? Cool. Like just yeah, pulled yeah. up on you? Was like, guess what, asshole? You won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. She I love had good that. taste because that. the thing she was most into was, I believe, I can't remember if it's the Doobie Brothers or the Moody Blues, but she was real into one of those two bands. I hope to it's a degree the that I thought was uncool. Oh, damn. At the time. Even Justin in the chat, he said, well, my favorite teacher did that too. Shout out teachers too for like doing that thing where they, they help you get confidence. Yeah. They're like, they're like, you know what? I know he, they, they wouldn't do this on their own. Yo, I can, can I just come in real quick? Yo, shout out Mr. Yeah, yeah. Cartwright. What's up? Shout out Mr. Cartwright. Um, Mr. Cartwright. My, my senior uh, like creative writing teacher, he did the same thing with me. He uh, noticed I was a C student and had me 
do some writing assignments that he didn't tell me he was going to submit. And most of them got accepted into this literary magazine. And yeah, I was, I was, he proved to me I was oh, good at writing. Yeah. Uh, so That's yeah, shout out, shout out all shout the out teachers Cartwright. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to aggressively say shout out to my mom oh, because she's the best Damn. teacher in the so world. Producer Becca, uh, they're taking over so the podcast. Mrs. Ramos. <laughs> Mrs. Ramos. I know she's yeah. changed so many lives of so many kids who still keep in touch with her because she's gotten them into college, help, because she teaches Spanish. So she helps a lot of, and she loves her native speakers because a lot of those kids are immigrant kids whose parents just do not have the eyes at home to take care of them and help them get into school and have been taught that they in the system cannot go to college. So shout out to my mom and also shout out Senora Ramos. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, See, wow. this is so I can't funny. think of any teachers who did anything that big. For me. <laughs> <laughs> no! like, the only thing I can think of is when I was in second grade or sometime in elementary school, we were learning about the rainforest and you were supposed to write about you were supposed to write something from the perspective of your favorite rainforest animal. So I wrote from the perspective of the sloth. Hell yeah. And my teacher really liked it. And so she, I, it's one of those things I look back on and I was like, man, that was weird. She had me go up and read it out loud to the ladies who worked at the front desk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were they? That's so was, cute though. It was just like, yo, this is so cute. It was really yeah, cute, but it yeah. was also like, I don't know if they were just her Extra friends. Extra work, and she yeah. was like, "You guys got to hear this." Like, <laughs> hey, did Paige, you read it? Did you read it quick. super slow? Were you I, like, I bet I did. I am. I bet I did. I'm sure I did some acting with it. Some good. Some oh, sort of, and that's how you knew you were built for the stage. Yeah, Look that was that. where I really first knew I was a performer. There you go. <laughs> the sheer mention of appreciating teachers, and we completely exploded the opening of the show. I love. Yeah, it. sorry. Well, all right, teachers. No, no, no. Teachers deserve it. Yeah. Pay them more. Right, and now I'm going to do an AKA that proves that I didn't deserve to write, win any mm-hmm. of those writing programs. I think she actually okay. sent it to a third grade writing contest <laughs> and was in seventh grade. She's like, this kid really needs a W. We're going uh, <laughs> to let him get one here. Uh, anyways, my name's Jack O'Brien, AKA uh-huh. Worms Got Top Hats. Richard Scary. Uh, that is courtesy of my brain because I heard that song in the grocery store yesterday. Voices carry from Till Tuesday, which okay. I always thought they said, this is scary, but it's just voices carry. Really that, fucked me up when I found yeah. out it was voices carry. Well, but shout out to Richard Scary. Speaking of <laughs> teachers, taught me everything Dick I scary. needed to know about animals and mm-hmm. what jobs they should do. Uh, anyways, I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Yes, it's Miles Gray, a.k.a. St. Miles, patron saints of diapers that prevent the blowout. Okay? I've, I was curious if there's a saint, like, I was holding my child, and the fart sounds were so insane. Like, they were, I thought I thought I was listening to, like, a like a Miami bass concert, like, in his <laughs> <laughs> Because it, it was rumbling, and I was like, oh, I was like, this shit is a blowout. And yes. I knew. And I put it down, and when I revealed, it had just reached the levees held. Wow. And I was like, this is, yeah, uh, yeah. shout out to the patron what saint of keeping the, keeping the diarrhea in. So anyway. I said, what a great feeling. I meant feeling, but also feeling. <laughs> Very fulfilling as well. Yeah, Paige, since you were last on, uh, Miles became incontinent. Yeah, so we're uh, Miles. We are thrilled to be joined in our third seat yes. by a very funny comedian, writer, actor. You know, so, from such places as uh, TV, 
ever mm-hmm. heard of it? Doing stand-up, uh, yep. acting, Heather's, corporate, one of the funniest comedies of the past decade, corporate, which she also wrote for. Please welcome back to the show, it's Paige Wilder! Hey! Oh my God, it's me, uh, the sloth girl from earlier. <laughs> You're back. Please call me that going forward. Sloth girl from earlier. <laughs> sloth chick. <laughs> What's happening? Oh um, man, great that was in a. Wait, I, I just thinking about that thing where you had to read it to the people at the front desk. They had no association with slots or the rainforest or a writing contest. They were just like, hey, why don't you just get this one off in front of them? Just fire it off. You know, I, I wonder if there's a piece of the puzzle I'm missing that I just didn't understand <laughs> at the time. But right. as far as my memory tells me, it was just she liked it. And so she sent me up there to read it out loud. Right. That was what we had before social media yeah. and like videos of adorable kids. You just had to drag an adorable kid around and have them read their cute thing in front of That's people true. like a traveling road show. <laughs> yeah, I did have a teacher. I guess I don't know if the teacher made me submit or like suggested that I submitted, but I did enter a writing contest where if for those books, American Diaries that were kind of like American Girl, but like knockoff. Oh, the janky. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I did get honorable mention for that, uh, which meant that we got to go to the local pizza restaurant and meet oh, the author. Oh shit! These are okay. I didn't. I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But I remember the cover yeah. of these books now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yep. And I okay. still have my one that the author signed, and she wrote, "Keep writing," and I did. Wow! Wow! Look at all the way to the top. <laughs> I hope she'd be proud. Dewey. Are these like, are they wildly problematic? Because when I look at it and I'm like, the tale of a native girl, someone like, what the, where is this going? (laughs) Uh You know, it's hard to say. I I haven't, I haven't reread in in recent years, so I'm not sure. Like Evie Peach in St. Louis in 1857, this Mm -hmm. black girl. I'm like, what, what's, what is this tale about? Like, are they always just kind of like, did they, did they ever tackle real issues or were they just kind of like, yeah, up by the bootstraps? I'll be honest. I don't remember this purple one is the one that i had agnes may gleason there she is that's the one yeah. i think agnes I have may gleason signed. just looks like she's from the 1990s she looks kind of was... lana del rey yes yeah she's not they they didn't do much they just took a, a yearbook photo and put it <laughs> with like a... <laughs> they photoshopped a prairie behind her yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. oh man I was a I was a big Hardy's boy, Hardy Boys, sure fan. Oh, okay, yeah. The books. I thought you were saying Hardy's the restaurant. I was a yeah. big Hardy's boy. Oh, you, you know, know what I'm saying? I did live in Hardy's country. You yeah, know, that that was I had that instead of Carl's Jr. But yeah, that like Hardy Boys books, and like I realized at a certain point I didn't like them. I just like enjoyed the ritual or like have having all the hardy boy books but like oh yeah they're so boring and like uncool they're like the th- thing about the hardy boys is like they really like their dad who's a cop <laughs> like, oh really and they're just like amateur cops i'm pretty sure that was what happened <laughs> read read like hundreds of those fuckers wow uh, propaganda from yeah. the hardy boys Damn. and look yeah. and you ended up all right so that's good your your mind held strong despite the Hold! My, that was my, what my brain was doing the whole it time. Was, it was more about your love of collecting, it sounds yeah, like. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's how it was with Goosebumps, too. Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted my Goosebumps to... I wanted fucking all of them, but my mom was like, if you don't read them, you I won't even fucking enter... Like, you can get that shit at the library and then mm-hmm. put it on your bookshelf for a little bit. So 
truth be told, I only had about like eight of them because those <laughs> only ones one that like, I liked reading. Like half the time I read them, I'm like, this one fucking sucks. <laughs> Just like give up on it. But anyway. Did you guys read the, the Red Wall books? Speaking of Richard Scary. The, no. They were mm-hmm. like these little like fantasy books starring like mice and rodents. Oh. Oh, see, I know the cover. Yeah, this is. Yeah. The, this I remember the thing these covers. I, I can picture a lot of these books because my like high school job was working at the library, so I can yeah. like. Um, I when you say it, I can like picture the covers, but I don't right. think I ever read them as a kid. Oh man, I was, I was like, oh, the Mouse world. Knights. Yeah, that's how I yeah, thought it when I was a kid. I was that's like, all oh, these Mouse Knight motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Never. And you all them. would have heard of it and read it if it had been called Mouse Knights, but instead they called it. Yeah, it's Red called Wall. Red Wall. That's yeah, so funny too. Yeah, as a kid, distracting you're like, the fuck? from they're bearing the lead. You know. Yeah. Yeah. If they called it like Knife Mouse, I'd be like, what? (laughs) Let's fucking go. Excuse me, Mom? I will purchase this one because... There's one called Salamandastron. (laughs) Like, what is that character? We'll steal the car Uh, and go to the local bookstore. Why not? Yeah. All right, Paige, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, a couple of things we're talking about. We're going to talk about two ceremonies on either side of the pond we're going to talk about uh king charles big coronation coming up on saturday how you can participate and yes now you can participate (laughs) you can get in on the action i still remember when we first heard that like his coronation was going to be held you know eight months hence or something and they were like and he's really trying to make it like tasteful and democratic Mm -hmm. And taking cost of living into account. And I was like, how the fuck are they going to do that? And what ridiculous way are they going to fuck it up? We have our answer. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how Ticketmaster's fucking up his coronation. We're going to talk about the theme of this year's Met Gala. Carl Lagerfeld, baby. Oh, boy. I guess the Met Gala was last night for those listening. Uh, We we did not watch we, we're in the past so we don't know what yeah all the amazing styles that were worn <laughs> so we, yeah like it, there will be no spoilers here because we don't yeah know mostly what. talk about like i thought right 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 when he passed away everyone's like yeah this guy was a giant guy, fucking this is a real predatory piece of creep yeah right and they're like let's honor him yeah we'll talk about that and also uh adidas because they're being sued for having had some sense that Kanye was in a bad place and just didn't do shit about it. And kind of weird. Had a lot, lot of, lot of lead time to come to that conclusion. Kind of weird because they were created Let by Nazis. Let cook a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, all of that. Hard to quit it sometimes. Plenty more. But first, Paige, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Okay, I thought this would be a good follow-up because I think the last time I was on... It was the day before the Taylor Swift Eras Tour tickets went on sale. Oh, that's right. You were, didn't you have like, you were saying like, I got windows open. I'm fucking Mm -hmm. ready. Uh, Well, mm -hmm. (laughs) I was so naive then. Talk about uh, recording something (laughs) in the past, you know, like. (laughs) Just to give people a visual, this is a little bit like talking to Matthew McConaughey, like in the future interview part of True Detective. (laughs) You are smoking, chain smoking, and drinking Budweiser out of a can. Just Bud heavy out of a can. Yeah. What I'll say though is just spoiler alert I did get tickets. Okay. Mm. But I did not get them 
during the sale. Absolutely oh. not. It was insane. I got them on reddit.com. Okay. What? I Ow. followed a thread in the Taylor Swift subreddit where people were selling their tickets for face value. And I followed up repeatedly with the girl who had two tickets. And uh-huh. eventually I got them. I wasn't scammed. Wow. She was nice. So I have tickets and I can't wait. And wow. honestly, the, the thing now is that I am waiting as L.A. is the last stop on the tour. So I'm, you know, watching as as it's happening all over as the tour right. has begun. And it occurred to me literally yesterday, I was like talking to my friend who I'm going with, Katie, and I was like thinking about it. And I was like, oh, shit, where are we going to park <laughs> at SoFi <laughs> Stadium? And I Googled right. SoFi Stadium parking. And I'm really proud of myself for going into it early because it's like still pretty reasonably priced and I have my parking spot three months in advance. So I Googled SoFi Stadium parking. (laughs) Uh, So your last search history months ago, maybe this was back in November, maybe six Mm -hmm. months ago, was best seat SoFi Stadium. Yeah. Now now we're on SoFi Stadium. I like that. What percent of your searches do surround like... Surround Taylor Swift. SoFi Stadium, I was going to say. Is it all SoFi Stadium? Best place to get a soft pretzel. I do feel like we're getting a, you know, a, a skewed sample because we're, we've, you know, this happens Yeah, we're just be... hitting you, like, right on the I know, Taylor next Swift time I'm on, will have to be after the, after the show. Okay. If I'm not just, like, a pile of dust on the ground, you know? Yeah. If I can really get it together to recount my experience well yeah but... don't turn to a pile of dust or else okay. i'll be yeah. forced to be like okay i'm gonna try to page, be page. talk to me just, honey why you know I'm looking forward to it for so many months so i'm gonna try to uh i don't I just know played a... <laughs> sorry i played a weird sound drop where someone was saying page talk to me honey why i did get distracted because <laughs> i thought i heard something and then i was like i didn't hear anything let me just keep talking <laughs> um yeah sorry i, I love that sound drop yeah, I think, look, I'm really, I'm the biggest thing that I'm sort of like, my ears perked up was like, people are selling them at face value? Are they? On Reddit, what, on the Taylor Swift Is that Reddit. just like, because they want to be honorable? Because it's like actual fans who just had extra tickets as opposed to people who bought them to to resell them. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I wish sneakerheads did that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, man, I got a pair of these new ones, man. Gotta uh, be honest. For the real fans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it's not a, like, it's a lot of people or anything, but I sure, just, sure, sure. you wow. know, okay. I got lucky. Good for you. What is something that, that you think is overrated? Okay. I feel like I agree with you guys. We were talking before we started recording about how it's raining and we're tired of it, but I do think something that's overrated is summertime. I'm not looking forward. We've already had a few days where <laughs> it's getting a little warm. And I just think summer, I think, I think we think we like summer because it's when we were off from school. Okay. But we're adults now and we don't have summer break. Okay. Unless we're teachers, which thank them so much, you know, national teacher day. Yeah. But summer sucks. I hate, I hate it. I'm, I much rather wouldn't, I, I, I think obviously like anyone, we like spring, we like fall, we like when it's mild. But mm-hmm. it's so much easier to just like put on a jacket than it is to like try to not 
have to have your AC running all day. Like it just, I, I hate the summer. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I'm, it's, it's, it's funny. Like when you say how it's tied to like childhood, right? Because that was the time you felt the most, you were untethered by school. Yeah. You could fucking, you know, drink from the hose and be outside all day and do all that shit. Would you fuck with summer if like there was a, I think it's weird because I, I I really like the winter now because like everything does stop. Like the industry does recognize like, hey, man, for at least these two weeks when like we're not going to do shit. Right. And so because of that, I'm like, oh, I like this holiday now, maybe more like more so than summer. And I wonder if I just if there was a way we could always be like, hey, man, we got to we got to have that one or two weeks or just like it's summer, baby. Right. You know? Well, and also I think like we have, I can't help but think I have a bit of a skewed view because i live in southern california obviously winter mm -hmm. is not that bad right but i just like i feel like i the reason i was thinking about this is i was like i really got to take a moment to appreciate while it's spring right now because in a few weeks and into you know late into summer it's gonna be miserable and right. i feel like i'm always like at first it's so nice oh the oh it's warm again oh the winter's been so long no yeah <laughs> i don't like my like legs it. are sticking to everything it's miserable to be hot. I was going to say the last time I was in a place that had seasons was New York City. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think back on my memories. <laughs> like all my good memories are from the summer for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, that, well yeah, there I, are good things about summer. You know, I love a good barbecue. Yeah. I love yeah. things yeah. like this. Well, you appreciate but it like in I a do. cold climate when the sun comes out. We're fucked yeah. over here. It's sunny most of the time anyway. So we're like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck, more sun? And then people are like, what's wrong with you Californians? I'm like, we're fucking used to one note. Sorry. We're Plus, fucking last summer, sick. Last yeah. summer was so bad. Like, yeah. It, yeah. it was brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really like your first point that, like, I, I wonder how much of that was that was at a time when I was just out of school and probably still had like some muscle memory or, or just you know like my body like I, all my life i had learned to just like summer now is time to be free and so i just yeah. like go out and drink like i didn't have work the next day right and <laughs> like just stay out until five in the morning but yeah like I yeah. More, more of these things in spring more of these things you know right now have a barbecue yeah. this weekend you know what i yeah, mean yeah. like why wait till it's miserable? And then hibernate for the summer. Just stay in your air-conditioned <laughs> cave yeah. and then emerge for fall. Well, that's the crazy thing is I can't even, like, remember doing anything in the winter in New York. I, like, right. I, I think I must have, like, just mentally, spiritually oh, I hibernated love New York the whole... In the... Oh, man. Oh, man. Did you that's skate? Late Did you go to, the, to an ice skating rink or anything like that? No, no, no. Okay. Nothing like that. I walked by the Rock Center skating rink and then yeah, I was like, man, sure. that ain't real ice. I'm like, I can't get down on that shit. <laughs> yeah. And I kept moving. They made that ice. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, <laughs> it has to be like I'm I'm like from playing hockey for so much in my life, I, I have to skate in a proper rink. You know, if they're not hitting mm -hmm. that thing with a Zamboni, like let's 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 keep it moving. You know, yeah. okay. Like Dodger okay. Stadium Miles. has like a weird skate rink and that thing is criminal. They it's did like ankle turn city. Yeah, they did like they were doing like a a winter festival and shit at, at Dodger Stadium the last couple of years. Miles likes to go to skating rinks, say, like, scoff and say, you call that a skating rink and then leave. Yeah. That's kind of... And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. 
give me a pair of size 12 and a half hockey hockey skates real quick pal <laughs> and then i start start then i start going backwards around these motherfuckers and they're like what the fuck way too aggressive <laughs> it's just like family oh yeah and you're like yo ruining my it. partner her majesty the first time we went somewhere ice skating i was like yo can i do you mind if i just kind of like spread my wings a little bit. I haven't been on the ice in a minute. She's like, sure, go ahead. And the way my dumb ass was flying around the rink, like cart, like cutting through like kids and shit. Like one of the people was like, hey man, you really need to slow down. Like I get that yeah. you know how to skate, but like you don't need to be like hopping over three-year-olds and shit. Like this is yeah. like yeah, that movie. Yeah, this is a hazard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a skating film or something. Adult skate! Adult it's skate! Adult hard skate. to resist. I get it. If I had that yeah. skill, I'd be the same way. Yeah, yeah, insufferable. I mean, I'm generally insufferable when I find something like, oh, shit, here's a niche skill I have. Now I will just bore you to death with it. <laughs> it's like when you're like going to bounce house at a kid's birthday party and everyone's <laughs> like, wait, no, adults aren't supposed to be in there. And you're like, yeah, well, yeah, sure, sure. Well, then why do you have, why is it so big then? Yeah. Oh, you know? then how come I can do this backflip? <laughs> <laughs> then you kick a kid oh my on god the are down. you okay <laughs> you just fan kicked that kid in the head like guile from street fighter what is something you think is underrated page i feel like i and maybe i'm wrong but i feel like nobody has been talking about next in fashion on netflix i really liked that show Did oh is that like the, is that the one tim gunn is on no, this is with this is with Tan France and this Oh. Is, yeah, it's the second season came out a couple months ago and it's with Gigi Hadid. He had a different co-host the first season yeah. and it like got canceled at first, but then I guess they brought it back. And I just I always liked Project Runway, of course, back in the day. Yeah. I haven't watched it in forever, but I really liked Next in Fashion. I just thought all the designers were really interesting and it was just like really fun to watch and I don't want to spoil it, but like the person who won, I was like, this guy is incredible. Like, wow. <laughs> this is exactly who I thought should win. You know? I I love, yeah, I liked, I used to watch Project Runway, like, in the early Bravo days a lot, for sure. And then I actually did start, I watched The Hype on Netflix, which is, like, the streetwear version oh. of it. Where, it, like, they find all these streetwear designers and, like, they, they, they all, like, have a challenge. It's, like, the same structure, except it's streetwear. Um, so maybe I will take a dip into next in fashion. Check it out. I mean, I just, I really thought it was fun. And I, I like, I had watched all of them except for the last one. And then I was visiting a friend and he was like, well, what do you, do you want to watch something? And I was like, would you watch the last episode of next in fashion with me? (laughs) Like, I know you haven't seen it, but like, and he, and he was enthralled. And, and I think that that speaks to how fun it is. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. I really liked it. What does it have over Project Runway? I feel like that's the one that I'm um, most familiar with in that I've watched like half a season. Oh, that new one, that new version with Tim Gunn is on Amazon. That's I guess I can't say what it has over current day Project Runway because I haven't watched it in years. But mm-hmm. I just think I, I don't know. I feel like I was interested in all of the designers from the beginning. Like I liked right. all of them. And, and I thought really the... Yeah, and I thought the um the challenges were really interesting and they do like they do some menswear and women's wear and mm. they just have like more interesting models and different like body types and ages and stuff too and just the challenges are kind of more interesting, I guess. Like they had one challenge where they had to make stuff out of plants. Like they had to make clothes okay, out of Okay, real. Yeah, yeah, they just yeah. do cool stuff. And I do like Tan France and Gigi Hadid. I, I think they have a fun chemistry as hosts. 
And I always love remembering that Gigi Hadid has like a skater dude voice. <laughs> oh, is it very, it's very SoCal. Yeah, she's like such a beautiful woman, and then she's like, <laughs> like she just. <laughs> <laughs> Shaw, bro, that shit is sick, dude. Fucking yes. leaves. <laughs> so I just like, I just, it has a good All vibe. Right. I'm in for that. I'm in yeah. for that. Is Gigi Hadid the Hadid sister with the Coca Cola commercial? During the playoffs, I mean, no. like, I keep bringing all these commercial questions, and th- yeah, it is Gigi Hadid. Yeah, and I don't know. I I'm not buying the authenticity of her friend group just hanging out and having a Coca Cola and making homemade. Oh pasta. yes, I agree. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> nah, now yeah. I can picture it. Yeah, <laughs> they're not fucking. Yeah, yeah, they're also, not fucking like, with that kind of Coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, for sure. It's like just replace the Coca Cola <laughs> with cocaine, and you might <laughs> right. have a indication. Let me get another of bump of like. Coca Cola. <laughs> hey, keep me up another sip of Coca Cola. <laughs> uh, sorry, are there cameras? Coca yeah, yeah. plants. Uh, Coca Cola. Yeah, I liked imagining too because she because she has like a pretty young child, and I was like imagining in the commercial in the world of the commercial she got like a babysitter so she could have all of her friends over <laughs> to, to drink Coca Cola, <laughs> drink Coca Cola, and do some handmade right. pastas. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Like us normal people. All right. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk about other normal people like your king, my King Charles. Chuck A. Is that gang? Customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business. And I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, 
It's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. And we're back. Yes. And back. it's it's almost that time. Ooh. It is last night was that time for the American coronation, the Met Gala. We'll we'll talk about that in a moment. <laughs> but for for the UK, it's nearly time for the mm-hmm. real, the once in a generation, once every fucking century at this point. Mm-hmm. Coronation, King Charles, long live Chuck the three. king, Chuck yep. three. Or Chuck, ay ay ay, as I say, if you read the right. Poppy. Hey, shout out, Poppy King, fucking El Rey, Charles, ay ay ay. Okay, my guy. Uh, but he's also today's winning entrant into the how far off base can I be when reading the general tone of society sweepstakes. Now, this is, of course, we just need to reiterate being recorded before the Met Gala. So there might be yes. some really like strong competition in that category. <laughs> some terribly off base how we might have another winner for how far off base can i be when reading the general tone of society award winner we don't know (laughs) but in this instance this week's winner is king charles so the coronation is happening on saturday and i guess like in the past when some inbred person's turn comes up to sit on the throne and wear the crown there's a moment during the ceremony where all of the high born uh, I don't know if that's the word they use. I just know that from Game of Thrones. Like other like nobles that are there, like in the fucking building for it, they usually like bend the knee and shit and lick the royal loafers, and it's like a whole thing of like, and I vow my allegiance to you and your children and all that shit. So it's called the homage of peers, apparently, and it's being scrapped for something a little more, you know, of the times right now. And since everybody, since everybody is just about equality and inclusivity these days. I think Chuck must have had the thought that so many normies were just dying to maybe participate in this oath as well, because it was really just reserved for nobles, the nobility. And so Saturday is their chance because there will no longer be an homage of peers since it is being replaced with the homage of the people. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Right. What does that mean to those people? (laughs) What does that mean? Well, basically, there's going to be a point in the ceremony where the Archbishop of Canterbury is going to invite all the hobos watching at home to <laughs> pledge their allegiance to the new sovereign. Okay, this is what it would say. This is the fucking oath that the uh, Archdu- or Archbishop of Canterbury is going to be like, hey, y'all want to pitch in? Just read the text on the bottom of the screen. There's going to be like a text crawl, I guess. And it's like a little bouncing scepter. So you can follow yeah. along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for, for sure. It says, I swear that I will pay true allegiance to your majesty and to (laughs) your heirs and successors according to law. So help me God. Yo, this is what What? they, this is how they chose to democratize. (laughs) This is so crazy. Every time I end up actually talking about the royal family in any capacity, Uh, I'm shocked by how much I don't understand or know about. Like, I'm like, I thought I didn't know anything about it. And then it's always like, actually, even less. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Homage of the Homage. people. Homage. like people. so many, like, <laughs> four levels I, removed from any coherent version of reality that yeah. 
makes any sense to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of people were like, this sounds like some like autocrat, like authoritarian shit. Like that you want God the people damn. at home to be like, and I pledge my pledge my allegiance to you and your blood, homie, and all your sperms. <laughs> all your sperms are my God. Like Yeah, they no. could like cut the the palm of their hand and press it up to the, yeah. the TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Scan this QR code on screen now for instructions on how to spill your blood for this oath. Uh, but yeah. But this is like a real this was a real conversation as they were planning the the coronation. They were like <laughs> There's a real cost of living problem in England. How mm-hmm. are we going to like do this thing that. that is the logic like doing a coronation that is not a celebration of inequality is like a, is a logical impossibility. Like that's a the coronation <laughs> right. is a guy riding on like in a golden carriage through the streets. <laughs> Like n- <laughs> while people are like not allowed to make eye contact with them, like it's, not, it's there's no version of that. We just and they're like, no, we got it. Back. We actually have the answer. Yeah, I mean, because on top of it all, like, what's the crown he's gonna wear? Isn't like the most gaudy fucking thing. Also, four hundred like, like, gemstones, <laughs> including rubies, made of solid gold, <laughs> garnets. And sapphires. There's one of those I don't even I don't even know what the fuck a garnet is. Or is that gamut? Isn't garnet like green or brown or something? I'm just chill. The only garnet we recognize is Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but shit. so I think the thing is, that is why like, you said green or brown. I th- I think I've looked this up before. I don't know why. <laughs> uh closely related minerals that form uh gemstones. Gen they're like gemstones, but like in every color. Red garnets have a long history. Whatever. Who gives a okay. shit? Anyway, yeah. it's going to be on his gold Burger King hat that he wears when he sits on the throne. <laughs> and then all the poor people get to do like bootlicker karaoke on TV. So I think, look, I'm no expert on English culture, but I definitely I definitely know that this isn't something that the masses have been clamoring for, especially when you consider how pe- like few people even care about the monarchy or how Please, shit Charles sir. is. <laughs> Or, like, just how shit he is compared to, like, his mom, at least when it comes to, like, just generally being, like, liked, regardless of what they represent. They're like, they're like, man, you're not going to come close to Elizabeth. So just just fucking just fall to the back. But again, in the announcement for it, the royal family sounds like they're patting themselves on the back for this. They said this is in their announcement about the homage of the people. Quote. A new and significant moment in the tradition of the coronation. <laughs> Never before in our history have the general public been offered an opportunity to join ah! national figures in declaring their allegiance to a new sovereign. A true wow. moment we'll all remember. Yeah, man of the people. Yeah. Like, Good Morning Britain or like they're one of their morning news shows. They just did like an informal poll on Twitter. Like, how many of y'all doing this? 85% said, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever, you know, do what you got to do. But if the other people like, were like, "Wait, what is that?" Like, <laughs> huh? Huh? Uh, homage of the people. Yeah, you all say you're not going to do it, but when you get the opportunity <laughs> to yeah. kneel before your television, you're then... going to say, and you'll with tears down your eyes, streaming down your face. I swear that I will pay true allegiance to your Majesty and to your heirs and successors according to law. So help me God. Okay. Do you have to um, put your hand I... over your heart. What I'm. Curious no, that's America, man. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. That's America, hey. man. <laughs> that's our hey. thing. <laughs> hey, and to the Republic for which it stands. Thank All you. All right. 
But I just wonder if this is because like all these out of touch wealthy people hang out. Like Charles saw this as like how Elon made it so any asshole could get a blue check mark. Right. Like he's like, you know, it'd be cool <laughs> if we open it up to all all of my sycophants. Yeah. And then like maybe that'll be a good way to kind of like help people feel involved or something. Yeah. But right now, like when asked for a comment, it seems like the only thing that's come back is like a clarification where the royal families were like, you guys, it wasn't like I was like that serious about it. I was like expecting people to do it. They're more like, it's just merely an invitation. There's no expectation to mm -hmm. participate. It's just if you want, if you want to, you can't. It's just and there you can if you just TV. want. That's yeah. So if you want, if you want, it's there. That's all. It's not so, a big deal. It's just hey, we're just gonna leave this here. You kids do whatever you want, but uh, do whatever you want. I don't know. Maybe just a Bible. to the got sovereign. One of the greatest stories ever told in it. <laughs> According to law, if, you want. if not, you know. <laughs> up to you. Up to you. <laughs> up to you. <laughs> up to your call. Do they still do pledge of allegiance in schools? That just occurred to me. I don't I think so. I don't think they do at my kids' school, okay, but they definitely do. It I, didn't, I mean, I remember we were doing scouts. it in high school. Yeah, yeah. I. In high school, I I didn't stand up during it. <laughs> I would just sit down. Oh hell yeah! Damn, like, I was like, I'm not required to do this. They would have kicked me out of school if I did that shit. I think <laughs> <laughs> we had to say that our father when I was in Catholic school. Oh yeah, I, I went to Cat. Yeah, man, the, the way right. I mumbled through like Hail Marys and shit. The only Hail Mary yeah. I knew was by Tupac, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was in a public school. I think they were like, Yeah, we don't really, we're not gonna. <laughs> We're right. not there we're yet. There. Give yeah. us another twenty years. And yeah, uh, I remember yeah. in my in my elementary school, we had to salute the Christian flag. I didn't know the Christians had a flag. It's like I pledge allegiance. I forget what it was to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands. It's Wait, like the what? Kind of, yes, that well, sounds like a like they weird out that. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like they were just like, oh yeah, America. <laughs> Sounds like a real For homage. Kingdom it stands. Like uh Christian flag pledge. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's hold on right here. It is this is a to the Savior whose kingdom it stands. Oh, well, this is this is one version, one brotherhood uniting all Christians in service and in love. Damn. Like, it was something that like was a that. Catholic yeah. school? No, this was at a Lutheran school I went to. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say ca Catholics can't get away with that shit. No, 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 no. They, they were too busy yeah. being like, you're going to go to hell, bitch. And I was like, oh, my God, please. <laughs> but I'm also, like, everyone was like conv convinced that papists were going to take over the country in the early 20th century. So, oh, they, nothing to do with immigration demographics, I'm sure. Nope. No, 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 no nothing. <laughs> nothing to do with that. Well, speaking of both King Charles and Taylor Swift, Ticketmaster, uh, the, the royal, the royals put Ticketmaster in charge of distributing tickets to his coronation. Which I just always assumed that that was just a thing where, like, they were glad if people showed up and everyone just kind of made their way into the streets. But no, you have to get tickets. Does it cost money? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. It does. But I, I think so. I don't know. They don't also, like, know. pay. <laughs> we're all like, I don't know. <laughs> I literally, <laughs> I, I know less than zero. <laughs> they pay for all no, of same. this with taxes. Like, the, this is state sponsored. Wait, so Lionel Richie's. Fucking uh, talent fee is coming out of the taxes. Yes, Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, Andrea Bocelli. Wow, yeah. and you oh, know Katy a... Perry doesn't go small on these things. So. No, no, 
She's going to come out in a giant fucking mechanical lion or some shit. Yeah. Yes. Which, honestly, Which I'd love apt. to see it. I, I, yeah, that would be I'm yeah, in. <laughs> appropriate. So, you know, when it got down to people who were not, like, part of the inbred aristocracy, there were 20,000 spots left up for grabs to, to be distributed based on the geographical spread of the UK population, not on a first-come, first-served basis. So just really trying to like make it egalitarian in in some way that like just a misguided attempt to be a man of the people by the least of the people man of all time. <laughs> and then fans got so some fans got an email congratulating them for winning the opportunity to grab tickets. But if you didn't, if you thought that that meant you had the tickets, you were wrong. Ticketmaster would basically tell you you were out of luck because this was the second round of tickets and they weren't guaranteed. So the congratulations was just like, congratulations, you now have the opportunity to buy these tickets if you act fast. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, so, it sounds so, it's, so the concert happens like on the second day of the coronation celebrations so there's the thing where you'll sell it you can scream at your tv and you know pledge your fealty to his sperm i would die for you sir (laughs) (laughs) that's all i'm gonna be screaming salute with fucking tears God damn, I actually wrote my sorry. own. I, <laughs> <laughs> I felt it didn't go far enough. It didn't encapsulate my true allegiance to you, your highness. But yeah, so then this, like, then there's this concert that has everybody out there, you know, turning up on the East Lawn of Windsor Castle. Oh yeah, first time it's been held in the grounds. See, that's cool. That's probably how they're like. See, and we're gonna let dirty fucking people from charities onto the premises for a concert. Gross. Not my monarchy. I'm still really yeah. stuck on Katy Perry performing at this. <laughs> Dude, there's a ton. Who, how are they, how did they choose? Who? I've, I've just... Hold on. Oh, there. Yeah, so are... we talk, We actually covered this. We should say, say that we covered the fact that this is by no means the A team. This is <laughs> who would agree to do this at a time when everybody generally agrees that the royals are like a bad institution. So, like, okay. so this is Elton John, okay. Dua Lipa. What's the redheaded guy's name? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. They all turned it down. Oh. Adele, Harry Styles, the Spice Girls, they all said, fuck out of here. The Spice Girls said no. Yeah. The Spice Girls. Yep. People of the world. Spice up your life. I know. And apparently, so, and that leaves us with Katy Perry, Lionel Richie. (laughs) 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 Motherfucking, uh, they said, oh, rumored to travel Bette Midler. From the U.S., bringing her stinking ass over from the U.S. Okay. I mean, all of these people are, the, are, US, are U.S. performers. Like, that's the thing. Like, I guess. Orlando Bloom is Australian? Can you know, right? Or British? He seems and British then, to me. Yo, you know what's wild? Steve Winwood. <laughs> rock guitarist Steve Winwood. And Nicole Scherzinger of the Pussycat Dolls. Aren't these all American? Whoa, that takes no, me Steve, back. Steve Winwood's Pussycat English. Dolls? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Nicole Scherzinger is English. Steve Winwood, okay, yeah. We get it. You know Orlando Bloom is British, but Becca yeah. says. Okay, thank you so much. I So yeah. Katy Perry gets it by relation. She's like Yeah, so right. Orlando was like, Go for it, babe. 
I understand okay. the significance of this, and that's why I'm riding a giant mechanical lion onto the east lawn of Windsor. That's I'm going to sing, I kissed a girl and I liked it for his coronation ceremony. I kissed I the fa- ring I and I liked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, shit. This is going to be something I won't pay any attention to, probably. Although, I don't know. Who knows? Wait, when there's the royal wedding, I think I We didn't pay cared. attention. Yeah, I think I paid attention to that. The the last one, but that was because it was an American who's getting married into the attention. royal family. I was I was expecting some King Ralph hijinks. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And also, we were up at three in the morning because we had a newborn. So, you can look ah. forward to that, Miles. You will be watching this whether you like it or not. <laughs> Actually, the only thing the on guys, TV. You know what? Actually, the Geist child has been sleeping through the night so wow. far. I'm counting my motherfucking Ooh, on six wood. days in a row on the fucking set. Damn. Okay? Wow. But yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for any regressions, but <laughs> that part of my life is behind me for only maybe six more seconds, and then I'll be right back <laughs> in with bags under my eyes. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about America's disgusting display of privilege, the Met Gala. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
and we're back and yeah we it's our time it's it's time for the u.s to do their metropolitan <laughs> gala ga, i don't know the full word gala is probably the full word the, the gala <laughs> it's that time uh celebrities wear outfits gala short- lavish party yes there it is the <laughs> metropolitan gallivanting <laughs> has to be gone somebody needs to go and scream that at the beginning the opening ceremonies. <laughs> oh, like a crier comes out? Yeah. The gallivanting <laughs> shall commence! <laughs> the metropolitan gallivanting. The theme of this year's event is, which is always my favorite thing, is like, you know, they give, feels like a random theme is chosen. Like, wasn't one of them, like, the papacy? It wasn't one of them, like... Yeah, one was... Yeah, because I remember Pope, when, like, right? Rihanna... <laughs> the Catholic Yeah, Church. Rihanna pulled up, and I remember we called the, that episode Pontiflex. Yeah, <laughs> because it was she she was stunting on him with her, her yeah. like religious garb. But this year they just like did one that was just a designer who just died, died Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah, who I recognize when I see a picture of him because he has like that collar that looks like a neck brace. It's like so big. Yeah. And and he's got slicked back hair, which, you know, that's how you know he's a piece of shit with a ponytail. <laughs> Slick back, white and hair, fingerless leather ponytail. Gloves. <laughs> I always walk fingerless leather gloves, too. You're like, this dude, this dude, he looks like a fucking villain. He is so, some of the strongest collars and cuffs in, in the dress <laughs> shirt game. That was the only thing that I took away from him. But he also seemed like just like a mean guy what even like at his peak when he was famous and then when he died everyone was like oh my god this guy was a piece of shit he was so problematic <laughs> so let's see what where should we start okay didn't he like claim it was like a character he was doing or something sure yeah i'm sure he did <laughs> yeah let's go with that during the me too movement he said if you don't want your pants pulled about don't become a model join a nunnery there will always be a place for you in the convent. The only two options. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wow. Your pants pulled about. Yeah. And then you follow that up with like when the Me Too things were happening and he's like just trying to throw water on it because he was, quote, fed up with all the Me Too nonsense. He said, quote, what shocks me most in all of this are the starlets who have taken 20 years to remember what happened. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that there are no prosecution witnesses. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Carl. Okay, Carl. What else? You so got? it probably ends there, right? Surely he didn't weigh in on the Holocaust. What? No, no, no. He no, said no, of no, Germany's please. decision Carl. to open their borders to refugees, one cannot, even if there are decades between them, kill millions of Jews so you can bring millions of their worst enemies in their place. Which I don't even know what he's saying there necessarily, but he did follow that up by saying. Uh, that a friend of his who took in a Syrian refugee told him that the greatest thing Germany invented was the Holocaust. But it was his friend who he made up who said that, not him. So we're and why even here, right? mention that unless you think that's a point you're trying to get, like that's a take you need to get out there. Oh, because he's a monster. It's like refugee even said. Like what? Yeah. What is he trying to say? Is that him being like? Yeah, it's very dude. unclear. It seems like he thinks what he's trying to say is important. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it seems like he doesn't think the Holocaust was that bad. Sounds like he's like, I don't know. This guy says it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, what do we say to that person then? Huh? Okay, sure. 
organizers are defending the theme because they want to focus on the work rather than the words or the man. (laughs) (laughs) The words or the man. Although people are going, okay, whatever. Uh, is is someone going to dress like him? You'd imagine, or are oh. they only going to do the? Like, is the everyone going to dress inspired? like him? I don't. I, mean, I, I, I guess right, right, it's right. possible that people are, who are going will somehow try to go, but also somehow make a statement with whatever. I I feel like I just don't understand how fashion works, but I know you're like not supposed to say no if you get invited to the Met Gala, right? Like, it's like you have to go, right? Yeah, it'll it'll fuck your life up. Yeah, if, if you don't. Uh, it's it's like so sought after. I remember when I was working at when I was working at Condé Nast, like at like Vogue, they were trying to do a seventy three questions like this video series with Aziz Ansari to be in it. All right, I can already talk about that later. But anyway, his whole thing was he's like, I'll do it if you can get me into the Met Gala. It's like the <laughs> only reason he wow. did. It. He's like, I want to. He's like, I want to go so bad, dude. I want to be there. <laughs> give me some, so the whole the whole exchange was like we had to go to the magazine and be like yo can you get this guy tickets and like they were like uh, did they yeah i'm pretty sure oh, did, damn, I, was, I mean he showed up to set and i was like and every all the mumblings were like he's only doing this for met gala tickets and i was like wow wow i wonder what yeah. the theme was that year i think damn. it was just uh hmm. yeah who knows <laughs> Yeah. Who knows? Oh, Becca's saying because like Beyonce says she's not going to go, but that's because Beyonce doesn't need it. It's like all for a lot of people. It's a lot of exposure or whatever, right? Sure, sure, of course. It's like because it just shows you're like, oh, I've been accepted into this this world of the the Met Gala. It's Mm -hmm. also very presumptuous of how good your fit is going to be that you think it's going to be that Aziz (laughs) Ansari assumes that people are going to be like, oh my God, Aziz, what are you wearing? It's, I think like everyone it's just will remember. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Or just to be able to tell somebody's like, yo, I got tickets, bro. I'm going. What are you going to wear? I don't know, man. I think this like old suit I got. Yeah. <laughs> Should be fine, I think. Were <laughs> these basketball shorts? I do kind of love when people go and they just like, whatever they wear is so yeah. boring. <laughs> it has no relevance. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. It's kind of bold. I kind of like it. Because wasn't it? One of the more recent ones was, wasn't that when AOC wrote, wore, wore the Eat the Rich dress? Yeah. 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 That was like, so. So I was just thinking of how, you know, they it comes for all of us, you know, at some point. <laughs> I'm looking at color, Carl Lagerfeld's, like, outfits that he designed, and it's mm-hmm. really, like, a bunch of giant, like, the thing about him having, like, a giant collar seems to be his main thing. Like, he has all, a cat. As it's well? a normal sized collar, Jack. <laughs> Find a new Find angle. Find a new angle. Find a new angle. <laughs> there, like what, one of the most iconic is a woman like wearing a you know very very nice outfit with a giant bow tie, like a comically sized bow tie around her neck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe Fashion. that's just his thing is like giant neck wear, which yeah. I can get behind. That's All that's right. how he, that's how he described nooses, I think, in an interview too. Yes. Oh, it's just Damn. giant neckwear. <laughs> <laughs> like what? my friend who just the one who took in the syrian immigrant uh was yes. recently saying that what were nooses but the first but giant, giant neckwear. neckwear and i think that's why i'm i'm playing with it with this with my next collection uh but yeah so they're focusing on the work rather than the words or the man okay Throw, throwing okay. into that category is presumably his 2005 diet book <laughs> because he was one of the most fat shaming anti like 
plus size, anti body acceptance, anti healthy yeah. brain and body. He he caped for toxic beauty standards. Yeah, you know? the Karl Lagerfeld diet, uh, which consisted of low calorie meals and plenty of diet coke. Uh, huh? <laughs> okay. I, it's by I like how the has like it says the Karl Lagerfeld diet with Doctor Jean Claude. Udre, like, what the fuck? What this doctor was like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. This works. <laughs> this works for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It says his regimen called the Spoonlight program involved a very low fat, very low calorie diet, plenty of diet coke. The designer's favored fish, or yeah, the designer favored fish, lean meat, fruit, skim milk, and vegetables, and avoided alcohol, cream, sugar, and other carbs. That meant bread, pasta, most cheeses, and red meat were banned. Okay, yeah. and then one just sounds meal super each day. fun to hang out with, like yeah. just guy to go to dinner with, you know, it just sounds cool. <laughs> he would be like the kind of person where you order and they start scoffing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I have a salad, uh, like the Caesar salad. <laughs> okay, a Caesar wow. salad. Uh, and then I'm gonna have the sea bass. <laughs> His diet oh was purely for quote appearance only. He called fashion the healthiest motivation for losing weight and believed that diets should be a sort of punishment. So this guy gets it. He's <laughs> glad that he was advising people the exact opposite of of what is actually healthy. Yeah. So yeah, we've this is this is a really interesting way to articulate how to actually do harm to yourself. It's it's wild how just all the these the toxicity of like these beauty standards like it's just rampant. Again, another thing I heard at Vogue was I forget what the fuck like people couldn't eat at certain shoots. Like they wouldn't have food for crew at certain shoots. Like if it was like a fashion shoot. Yeah. Because they're like, no, we don't need to have food here right now. And you'd hear like these things that people say like, nothing tastes as good as how skinny feels. Yeah. Right. That's oh Kate Moss, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, and yeah. like people would regurgitate that and be like, that's the thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with all y'all? Other advice uh, you can find in the book is chewing food and spitting it out, which is. What uh, an eating disorder thing! Like yeah. that's the thing that they, yeah. Anyway, so cool. So let's focus on the man. It's not the not the man or the words or the takes, but the collars isn't or the book. A thing or... at the Met Gala too, isn't it? Like rumored that the food is terrible. Have you guys? Heard yeah. That? Oh, maybe I, I'd believe it. I that mean, makes sense. talk about a room full of people who probably aren't like just reading like the excerpts from his book. Yeah, not so much a priority <laughs> unless you want to fuck your life up. I just get blood transfusion from teenagers who have eaten. And that that's where I get my <laughs> nutrition Cycle up from. my blood. Give me yeah. that young blood. I like the sort of theme of blood oaths in this episode. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That should have been the theme of this year's Matt Gala is blood. <laughs> no, I guess not. Uh, well, Paige, as always, such a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist. A delight where, to be here. Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? You can find me on Instagram at Paige Weldon. You can check out, I just had a set on Don't Tell Comedy's YouTube channel um, that I am proud of. And they have a couple clips up of me. Share those, please. We'll link off to that hey. in the footnotes. footnotes. Yeah. And yeah, I guess Instagram and Twitter and I'm on TikTok as well, oh, at Page yeah. Weldon Comedy, because a teenager who hasn't posted in years has at Page Weldon. But yeah. Let's find that Page Weldon. I know. Yeah. See What's what going it on takes. With her? <laughs> the fuck do you want, Paige? You've been sitting on this handle. You're not doing shit with it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Does she have likes? Does she like things? Or it's I just haven't looked since I 
downloaded TikTok and first discovered mm. this, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're I, listening, real Page Weldon, because we're big mad at you. <laughs> Fake Page Weldon in my book. Yeah. Hey, the real Page Weldon. Is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? Okay, yeah. So I was thinking about. I feel like you guys always do a tweet, but I just don't really look at Twitter anymore. I'm more of a TikTok gal. And yeah. I was thinking about with the Met Gala coming, there is this account that I really like. Um, it's this Australian guy who's a he's a designer and he posts stuff about his you know designs and stuff too. But but what I really love is whenever he'll post a video with his mom. He does videos with his dad too. His name's I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. Aton E I T A N last name Bode B O U D E. And he posts these videos where he has his mom rate red carpet looks. And in particular, he has a series where he does Met Gala, has her rate Met Gala looks. <laughs> and she's hilarious. And I'm I'm going to send you the one where they're rating Gigi Hadid's Met Gala looks. Okay. I just find her so delightful. I don't know if you can play this so we can all see it. Oh, and they say Hadid because they're Australian. She'd write all of Gigi Hadid's Met Gala outfits. <laughs> Is she the model? Yes. The pretty one? Yes. Very descriptive. Okay. This is 2015. The theme was China Through the Looking Glass, and she's wearing Diana von Furstenberg. Well, that's a little bit ordinary, don't you think? I, yeah. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's just a bit average. I'd give it a four. Okay, this is 2016. The theme is fashion in an age of technology, and she's wearing Tommy Hilfiger. Uh, okay, it's very ordinary. What's going on next to her? That man, what's he got on his arm? That's Zane. Huh? That's Zane. Zane. From One Direction. Oh, hello. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> to the gentleman with the metal arms. Okay. She's vicious. Uh, she gives everything like a four. And what I love about all... He has like a whole playlist of her rating Met Gala looks and stuff. And what I love about them is no matter what you think, like once you've watched a few and you think you get her taste, you don't. She is yeah, like right. such a surprise. Her, main, her only consistent thing is that she hates beige. She hates when people wear beige. And it's so boring to her. Is that yeah, she, she just thinks I'm it washes people like, out, you know. And I think she's right. kind of right. Truth be told, I'm looking <laughs> yeah. at the outfits as they get like progressively less ordinary. Does she yeah. keep going? Does she keep being like it's a little ordinary? She I ends don't up know. liking. The, wait, can I get you to just play like the first three seconds of the one where they do Bella Hadid? Well, I'm sending yeah, this yeah, right now. That? Okay. I'm going to get you to write all of Bella Hadid's Met Gala outfits. Haven't we done it already? No, we did Gigi Hadid. Are they related? They're sisters. Oh, wow. In the same industry? Yeah. Oh, wow. Good for them. This is 2015. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. She's just so sweet. Oh, ah, oh, the same industry. Good for them. Hmm. <laughs> oh, hello, Zane. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, hello. It's <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, she oh, always yeah. says, like, people didn't get the memo about the beige. Anyway, if you want to lose some time on TikTok, just scroll through that playlist. Oh, and yeah, for sure. Also, this guy's a designer who I believe you can buy his clothes. So, also, yeah. you know what? I found Paige Weldon been posting. At Paige Weldon been oh, posting she been on posting TikTok recently, page. though? Yeah. Four, two, 217 plays on this one. I don't know what this is. So this is from okay, 2016. So Oh, my, oh, so it's, it's since, just back oh, when TikTok was like literally just lip syncing. Like when it was musically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good for she you. She needs to delete her account. <laughs> yeah, delete this page. We're going to find you. <laughs> and ask you very nicely to just move yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. We just want to talk. <laughs> Miles, where can people find hmm? you? Is there oh, work of media you've me? been enjoying? Oh, find me. I mean, you can find me at Miles of Gray, Twitter, 
you know, I, I, I look sometimes, but again, ever since I hadn't looked at it for like many weeks straight, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not looking there as much often. Even the Instagram, man, I'm fucking, I'm fucking up. I'm old, man. You know, I'm looking at my baby all the time. What can I say? What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> but find me at Miles of Gray. Those what can places. I say? I'm a wonderful uh, father. Like, what can I, I say? <laughs> I'm daddy now. You know what's wild? I'm, I'm pretty sure, Jack, next time you see me, I'm only going to be wearing cargo pants. Yeah. I'm, I'm like stepping into the dad. Like, I need pockets. You have stuff I to carry. I keep like a baby monitor. Mm-hmm. In like, oh yeah, but like I keep a baby monitor in one pocket. I got I got pacifiers on me. I'm fucking ready. Okay. <laughs> and technical fabrics because the spit up will just glide right off rather than stain. Um, yeah, find us also on our basketball podcast, Miles and Jack got mad boosties. boosties. This is gonna be a fantastic episode coming up with all the wonderful results in the NBA. And then if you want to hear me talk about uh, Love is Blind and other reality shows super high with Sophie Alexandra, check out 420 Day Fiance. I don't have any social media things i've looked at so mm. I'll, I'll just say um go 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 shout out a teacher you know what i mean if you can do that do that with on you. social media yeah on social media because okay. you know all of our teachers have social media especially <laughs> the ones from, that were teaching in the 90s god bless them uh tweet i've been enjoying big boy online at i do not bleed tweeted when a bird is walking around on its little bird legs, it's mocking you. It's saying, this is you. This is what you look like. <laughs> that's Dude. I think that's right. Just hopping around. And <laughs> you know the thing it. about birds, how they're like, their Not heads real. bob when they're walking oh. because like, I think it's like attached to the muscles in their legs. Oh, really? <laughs> I, birds wow. are so fucking, that's so cruel. they're dinosaurs and I, I don't know. <laughs> They're creeping the me out. <laughs> yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we you link know. off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do you think people might enjoy? Uh, there's, okay, We I think last time we went off on a track from Always Proper, I want to do another one from this album. It's called Talk yeah, Yo Ass Off. Good. And it's a little more like, this one's more like a bit of a housey track, uh, which is dope. Again, all the, this whole like La Familia, the, the stuff I've been hearing is really, it's fun. Uh, and it's, I like when it's just like a collective of artists who just kind of get together and put stuff together. So this one is Talk Yo Ass Off by Always Proper, okay? On the La Familia Part 1 album. Check it out. You can find that in the footnotes. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to yeah. do it for us this morning. Back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. And we'll talk to you then. Bye. 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 Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.